1: Here at the Kentucky Speedway, fans come from, well, Kentucky, Ohio, Indiana. They come right off the boat, Kyle. When they're talking about Kentucky Speedway, they love it here. Xfinity Series qualifying just wrapped up. Cup qualifying is next. We're gonna bridge the gap. Get it, bridge over I got you. troubled water. Okay, I hear you. NASCAR America with you for the next hour. The Peacock Pit Box is inside Kentucky Speedway. We have pit stall number one. You can't get any better than that alongside Kyle Petty, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and the Cinderella story from last week, the Cup Series winner from Daytona, Justin Haley. Thanks for coming over here, spending some time with us. You're racing tonight. I want to know what was the coolest phone call or text that you received this week.
2: Well, um, I haven't opened them all up, and I feel bad for I <laughs> I haven't texted anyone back because if I text one person back, then I got to text all of them back. So um, I feel a little bad about that. How but many you got? Right around 600. Whoa, Damn. man. I didn't know I had that many friends. Right? Yeah. yeah, that's a lot. You, you they they only reach out when when you everybody, win. So. Everybody watching, we ain't gonna reply. Yes. Yeah, that too much. It's an auto reply. But uh, Kenny <laughs> Schrader, Kenny Schrader was my favorite favorite yeah. one. I responded to him. That's pretty that's cool. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Well, How come, Kenny
3: Schrader? Like, is there? Because I know he runs dirt. You run a little bit of dirt.
2: Yeah, we race mods together every once in a while. But um, he was kind of the first guy that that you know gave me trouble um, when I was running the Archer car cart Salem. He kind of was the veteran that leaned on me, and I leaned on him, and. And we uh, had some rivalry, but um, he's just a good guy.
4: Yeah. Yeah. You talk about Kenny Strader. Who else that you've raced against in the past that, that no matter who, that, that was like a somebody you looked up to that reached out to you?
2: Um, I don't know. That's a tough one. Like I said, it, there's 600 of them, so yeah. I, I don't <laughs> even know if I've, I've looked at all the names. So, man, I, got, uh, I was
3: watching that race last Sunday and watching you in the media center, and I'm trying to put myself in your head. And if I'm in that situation – I'm looking around at anybody that walks in the room, because they might have the information that you're waiting to hear, hoping to hear. Uh, is What's going on in your mind while you're waiting on that race to either be called or whatnot? And thinking about, man, this guy walked in the room. Does he know? Is an official going to come in here in a second? Is that what was happening?
2: Yeah. Well, I mean, I was in there for several hours, right. which, which was not the most fun. No. There was such a... A crowd around me of media members—it was almost wrapping around me all the way, and I'm not the tallest guy in the world, so I couldn't see over all the media people. And uh, I don't know—the thing that gave it to me was when they brought the trophy in and started setting it up, setting up makeshift (laughs) victory lane. I was like, ah, maybe there's a chance. Yeah,
4: man. When when you—we go to this week, and and this week, obviously, biggest week. I I go back to last year um, with the move you made at the end of, of the July race finishing second here you have been a driver that has performed well on the speedways um and and you ran a a good clean race it fell that way that's the way it is we've all won races that way don't let anybody ever tell you that's not a win because that's a win man but what was it like to go from the friday night race and say dang so close again so close again to standing there in the media center
2: yeah well especially after last year um when i did Crossed the start-finish line first, and then they got it taken away. That was a big uh, hit to my pride, you know. I really wanted to go back this year in, um, in the Xfinity race and like kind of make it up to myself and my family, and, and it didn't happen. I finished second, and I was kind of bummed, but I was really happy for Matt Colley and Colley Racing. This is a you know, a newer team, and, and I really wanted to, to get them a win. I think we all do. So um, I wasn't hanging my head too low, but when Sunday came around and I got that win, it all kind of made sense to me.
3: Absolutely. You're not a cup regular. And that opportunity to run those races is few and far between. Does this present more opportunities? I know it's only been a few days, but do you see yourself getting more opportunities to run in that Cup Series? And I know that, you know, that win sort of gives you a taste of what that success feels like. And it has to motivate you to get to that level main, you know, and be there full time.
2: It definitely motivates me. But um, there were some talks about me doing some other races, but, but I'm so excited. You know, focused on the Xfinity side and, and getting in the playoffs over here, and and helping college racing and, and building them. That I got that win, and I'm like, you know, I don't need to do any anymore for a while, you know, <laughs> and unless I get a big call from from a big name. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm pretty content for now. All
4: right, let's bring you back down to earth. Qualified 14th here. There's P, there's the sticky stuff on the racetrack. How different is this racetrack, and and how's your car feel out there on the sticky stuff?
2: Well, we qualified 14th, and it's kind of been our struggle all year. For me as a rookie, it's hard to to know from the practice gap to the to qualifying gap you know it's it's a big transition in these cars so we struggled there all year and, and that's about where we've been but we race well and throughout the race we get it better so the pj1's uh, I'm excited to see how it races I think the Xfinity race might be the best race of the weekend because of the aero package um, three and four I'm, I'm um, tempted to see if we can race on the bottom and top and make it two three wide so uh, it's definitely been a whirlwind of a weekend qualifying in the middle of Kentucky uh, on a repave, you never thought that would happen so uh, I think that's pretty much this year. sums up this year. You, you know, we don't know what's going to happen every week.
3: With so many question marks, and this definitely is a weekend full of them with the PJ one and the the rule package for the Cup guys that they have. Do you who do you go to for advice? Who do you seek out to uh, to get information? Who do you lean on as a, as a teammate, so to speak, to be able to understand some of the things they're trying and. Maybe you could try yourself.
2: With our alliance with RCR and ECR Engines, uh, Tyler Reddick's been my go-to guy coming off, past champion. You've dealt with him. Uh, He's a a pretty good dude, and he'll shoot me straight. So Tyler and me have become really good friends over there. Um, We go to the debriefs every week together. We go to the the post um, and pre-meetings every weekend. So – I don't know. He's been my guy. He's got a lot of experience, and he's fast. You know, it's always good to lean on fast people. Yeah.
4: We, we keep talking about the big three in this, this series, uh, but at the same time, you guys are right there in the mix, right there in the mix. What do you guys have to do over here to close that gap and, and get that win?
2: we just got to sum up a weekend. We, we've had so much, so many issues every weekend that, that j- it just hasn't been a perfect weekend yet. Um, last week, we dropped a jack a few times on pits. Um, we just haven't been able to piece together a solid weekend. Daytona was about the best one uh, for all of us at College Racing, so it's just tough. I mean, when you come over here, the races are longer, which means it's harder to be perfect, and it's a big step from the truck truck series to this.
3: So you have a pretty good situation in the points right now. Do you allow yourself to start thinking about the playoffs? Do you and
2: your team start talking about what cars you're going to take to the racetrack and how to be ready for that happens? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I I wouldn't say we're locked into the playoffs. I mean, we've got a pretty good uh, Delta, but... You know, you always want to win. So every week we, we keep trying to win, and uh, we've been consistent every week, which, which is good, and I think that's why we're so good in the playoffs. Last weekend we, we moved from 10th to 8th, so um, we're working on it. Like I said, it's a steady build. Me as a rookie, it's it's a build up every weekend, and, and this team helping them build, it's, it's been a lot of fun.
1: Just 20 years old, you're an Indiana boy. How, do you have family coming here? How far is your hometown from, from this track?
2: Oh, I don't know. Um, okay. I mean, I live in North Carolina just like all of us yeah. now, but uh, – <laughs> No, I don't think any family's coming, but they were all there at Daytona somehow last week, and I I joked around, and I said, they weren't there for me. They were there for the beach, and it just happened to be that I won.
1: Perfect. That's the way to do it. Well, best of luck to you tonight.
4: Yeah, real quick question, though. We have a thing called My Track, My Roots. What's your track? What's your roots in this sport? What's your grassroots?
2: Plymouth Speedway up in Indiana. Um, That's where I I hopped in a street stock at 11, 12 years old, and I don't know who put me in a street stock at, at that age, but that's where I got my start. That's where all
1: the dreams began. And we're going to be racing along with you. You're wearing our helmet cam tonight. We're excited to to watch that footage and see what you can do tonight here at Kentucky Speedway. Thank you. Awesome. Good luck. All right. Kyle mentioned grassroots still ahead. Grassroots racing bigger than ever. Kentucky is our focus. My Track, My Roots has been revealed. That's coming up. Daniel Suarez scheduled to join us. And we're going to go for a ride with not just Jeff Burton. That's Kelly Stavis in the car with him. She's crazy. She's crazy. We're going to talk to them coming up.
5: Not even, outside, tight right, tight right. Trouble, Kozlowski goes around, Clint Boyer goes around, Jimmy Johnson got into the wall. One more time around as they wreck behind him. The caution has come out. Johnson, he gets sideways into Boyer. Yeah. get back after him, man, damn it. Oh, and around goes the 21 to Ryan Blaney, Chase Elliott as well.
1: Turn three is going to be a topic here this weekend. You know, our Jeff Burton wanted to get out there, get some practice laps in, and Kelly Stavis said, hey, Jeff, I'm your Huckleberry. I'll go along for a ride. <laughs> not, I knew you'd like that. Yeah, and they, not, they're not out there. Best not your best decision, <laughs> Kelly. But.
6: All right, so go we'll restart this thing. Oh, my god. So ah! this is <laughs> the good end of the racetrack. Oh, my god. There's a lot of grip down here kelly oh, yeah see, i can tell we're not in the pj1 that sticky stuff The back straight away this side we're gonna to have to lift really early get her back down and then we are going to get into sticky stuff and see they've been running right here that's where the that's where that traction compound is Yes. and it just it just makes more grip the idea behind it is just make multiple grooves you okay? I uh, kind of. It's the first time I've ever heard you not talk. I love how casual this is for you. So, did you see You see Jimmy Johnson? He was running up here in practice. Yes. He exactly. and Joey Logano. They're about the only two that really made it work. But they need to get that going because with that cut package, you need multiple grooves. If they get that working, it'll make the race way better. And then we saw some people doing this, trying to make the bottom work. Oh my gosh. Way less grip down here, but not way less, but a oh little bit. Oh my gosh. it's it further from it the wall. right against the wall.
7: <laughs> oh my gosh.
6: So, Kelly. Yes, sir. Do you have any questions?
7: <laughs> you took my breath away. Okay, it is cool to see how different the two ends of the racetrack are. And you, you can't really experience that until you're out here. So...
6: So explain that. So I've been trying to explain how flat this corner right. is. It's crazy how flat it is. Yes. So like, explain to them what the difference is with this corner and that corner. You want me to explain? Yes. You're at low speed, okay. Yes. yes.
7: <laughs> you okay? Deb, I'm not joking. You took my breath away. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> but we're going downhill here now. <laughs> Kelly.
4: Kelly, 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 you said you saw the wall. Are you sure you saw the wall, or did you see God?
6: <laughs> I saw a little ball. Okay,
4: that's. I'm just checking, just hey, checking.
6: Hey, pal? Yes? Have you ever, ever, ever not been in a situation where Kelly can talk? No, I have no. not been. But, no. Jeff,
4: okay. but, but honestly, Jeff, you, you've been out there on, on, on the sticky stuff. How much will the groove change around during the course of the race because of the sticky stuff?
6: Yeah, so, pal, what I think's interesting is that we saw in cup practice, we saw... Not a real, real big difference in speed. We could see some guys run down here trying to make something happen. It was a little slower for sure, but not a ton. So I think that's a good thing. I think we kind of want equal grooves, right? And so the fact that people can make that bottom work, I think is really good. And the fact that we saw a few people starting to make this outside work, I think that's great, and here's why. So if I'm following somebody, and they're down there, and I'm gonna just have to follow them, What can i do i can't do anything i got all the air taken off my car huge spoiler on the back of this thing there's nothing in the world i can do to pass them if i get multiple grooves then what i'm doing now is the guys in front of me i'm watching where he's going if he goes to the middle then i'd say all right well you go to the middle i'm gonna go to the bottom and i'm gonna get some clean air and even if i'm not as good down here i'm not being penalized by the air being taken off my car so multiple grooves with this package i think makes the race feel way better. Yeah.
7: Hey, Bert, do you have to talk with your hands while I'm in the car? <laughs> Normally with one, but sometimes I want with uh. two. <laughs> hey Jeff, it's junior. We talk about turn three
3: being one of the toughest corners on the circuit. Uh, what does the PJ1 do to change that if anything?
6: So listen, I you 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 know how flat it is getting into one. It's crazy. I think it's helped it. I think it's brought the grip further out onto the straightaway which made the, this made the entrance a little bit easier. You know, without it, you know, it's so flat and no grip, I think the, the entrance becomes more difficult. So I'd actually say it's brought the difficulty down just a touch.
4: Yeah. Hey, listen, Jeff, I got to say this. Those explanations of multiple grooves, of turn three, of the sticky stuff, of all that stuff, may be some of the best stuff we've heard on NBCSN, but the best thing we've seen on NBCSN is Kelly's face the whole time you're explaining all this. <laughs> we have zoomed in. This is priceless. But she whoa, is whoa. smiling.
6: We, we kinda gotta go slow or hear. <laughs> but if you don't want to hear, her, we can pick up the pace just a
1: little bit. Don't encourage him! <laughs> I know, but you're smiling the whole time, Kelly. I know yes. you're having a great time. I don't have any choice right <laughs> now. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cool. I do know. I've been calling the PJ1 PB&J. So is sticky That's stuff? what it is. Kelly had. I saw she was eating a, a peanut butter protein bar during our meeting. I just hope it doesn't come back.
4: Oh, don't even mention that.
1: Okay.
4: <laughs> it's an open face helmet. Don't mention that.
1: All right. I don't know how many times. They're going to just stay out there, I yeah, think, for
4: a little run. bit. Yeah, let them run.
1: That's very cool. Cup qualifying coming up. uh that coming up next on NASCAR America as they continue to take some laps around Kentucky Speedway. We talked about grassroots racing. Your photos, your pictures from your track, your my home track coming up in just a bit as we talk my track, my roots here at Kentucky. tracks. that's along Interstate 71 between Louisville, Lexington, and Cincinnati. Local racers dream to be here. Each night they're racing at local tracks like Richmond Raceway in Kentucky and Florence Speedway. As Ken Squire tells us, it's the magic of grassroots.
8: There's a storm brewing in God's country. Dust clouds rolling in across the red, white, and blue land. Out here, you hear thunder cry. Way down. down, down. But this is how it's always been at my track, my roots. Lakeside, Southside, Cycle Land. It's all just a dreamland. And from these places, every road you take is long, but that's okay because people do still dream around here as all the great ones did. In the shadow of the Carolina Pines, Petty and Earnhardt in the shadow of their fathers. To the California palms where new names like Gordon and Harvick and Johnson, that's Jimmy, not Junior, grew. To the heartland of America, Legends like Stewart and Schrader, Wallace and Waltrip, took root. This is Friday Night Church, Saturday Night Assembly, held together by burnt rubber and axle grease. They might have $50 jalopies, but for them, they're fast demons. It's an angelic day's work. Hammer down, roaring to the finish. The dirt, clay, or asphalt may be cruel, but nothing can replace putting that fire in your soul. Well, the fans, (laughs) they hold the gavel and not a single one sitting in judgment, most standing by the fence. Surely, come Sunday, they all have charcoal in their veins. This is a lifelong love affair. It connects people who may never have been connected, except for a love of speed. Yep, grassroots racing, alive across the great land. I will always hear the thunder.
1: Uh, those pictures and Ken Squire's voice. So my track, my roots, it's simple. You go to a track, that's what we're yes. encouraging all of you to do, go to your local short track, find a track. story, and then post about find it, a send story. us your pictures.
4: We've got these things, okay? And
1: these are all over 500 local short tracks all around the country. I'm gonna
4: put it behind you, Junior. Here's what we want you to do. We want you to go to your local short track find this. We have 500 tracks around the country. This is part of my the, my home track program with NASCAR yep. uh, and NBC and NBCSN is partnering with them. We want you to post these. Hashtag Jimmy Fallon. Do the Jimmy Fallon hashtag thing. Hashtag. Hashtag. That's it. Hashtag. We want you to hashtag it grassroots, or we want you to hashtag it my track, my roots. This is a fantastic program. They all posted a picture this year, or earlier yesterday or day before, uh, his roots at Myrtle Beach. Jeff Burton with his, uh, I guess, with his go-kart. I posted one in Wilkesboro when I was about two years old with my dad. (laughs) That was my home track, it seemed like. But this is such a great program. We want you guys out there who go to your local short tracks, who go to grassroots racing to come to a cup race. We want you to get excited about it. We want you to be excited about it. We want you to understand what it's all about. But it's your your passion, your love for the sport is, is born at that local short track. So here's what I'm gonna do. I want you to do this. Follow my instructions. You got the sign. You got your friend. Oh no, oh no. Get your phone.
1: All right, you guys gonna take a picture? Yep, we're gonna take a picture. Okay. Hold on, I gotta get my stuff. So mine, I was gonna post a picture from the... All right. There you go.
4: I'm going to post that. I'm going to hashtag That's all it. You do. my track, my roots. We want you to do it at every local short track around the country. And now you're a part of Come, it. Become a part of what we're doing here at NBC Sports and NBC SN and what we're doing here on the racetrack. We want to see some local stars, man. So Put you posted
1: one from Myrtle Beach? Yeah. Myrtle Beach. You know, it's, it's,
3: it's either about showing what your local track is today Mm -hmm. where you're going on a Friday or Saturday night sports your local racetrack or showing the local tracks that you visited in your past I love it when I was young this sport this sport I call it uh, NASCAR Cup Series Xfinity Series the sportsman series they all had such a tough and tight connection uh, to the local short tracks and you know over time we've sort of lost that that bridge and we're just trying to you know rebuild that bridge make it strong again to where we are supporting the local tracks uh, we as a sport the industry is supporting the local tracks uh, showing showcasing what those tracks are about what they've meant to us and uh, want to re, you know rebuild that relationship
1: Kyle's posting right now as we speak
4: yeah yes I am posting right now I can't spell I'm sorry
1: that's all right I I'm was
4: product of the. Radio. I didn't oh, know
1: Kennedy's if the if the Winnesheek County Fairgrounds were at the tractor pulls counted but I could post that <laughs> watching the red the blood it's up binder. right now
4: people check it <laughs> out Barty. so it's there's up. kyle it's up. showed you check dale my juniors Twitter.
1: you guys at home have already been taking part and we encourage you to do so yes. throughout the season great picture so here are some of the There's the that sign right received. there so that's awesome there's charlotte motor speedway yep no question bandolero
4: bandolero no see it, yep. anywhere my track my roots where's this cedar there ridge cedar
1: ridge speedway Woo! nice looking
4: carpet yeah, it is a nice car. I've been to Cedar Ridge.
1: Twelve-year-old, twelve-year-old driver. So we're gonna have to remember remember his name. You know, he'll sure.
4: be up here next week. Uh, we'll have him on as a guest, probably yeah. at some point in time. Since he's 12 years old, he'll make his way to the Cup Series within the next two or three years.
1: <laughs> yeah, Justin's only 20. Justin, I know. We that's just what I'm saying. There. All right guys, today's edition of 50 States in 50 Days takes us two and a half miles down the road to Burnside and Lake Cumberland Speedway. This three eighth mile dirt track opened over 30 years ago after a three year hiatus. It reopened in 2017. It's back and now offers weekly racing from April to October. The track signature event is the All-Star Series with one round each month, round three, is this Saturday night. The original owner was Harold Hargrove and deemed it the house of hardcore mayhem. That sounds awesome. Nice. And yeah. his son, Brandon, yeah. helped resurrect the track and is its current promoter. He also helps save and promotes Ponderosa Speedway in Junction City. And tonight, that track will host its signature event, the Bobby Carrier Memorial. So introducing you to tracks maybe you haven't heard of. Maybe you're sitting there at home saying, I was just there last Friday night. So make sure you send us your pictures and be a part of this initiative. All right, when we come back, we're going to get you ready for Cup Series qualifying. Still a lot more to talk about here at Kentucky.
5: Lee Diffie and Jan Beekes with you here north of the border in Toronto, Ontario, Canada for round 11 of the NTT IndyCar Series, the Honda Indy Toronto. And today, was a busy day, two practice sessions, and quite eventful, with the final turn, turn 11, causing quite a few issues. Yes, it turned out to be slick. There was not contact for power, but certainly contact there for Joseph Newgarden and many others as the day went on. This turned out to be the trouble spot, even for Rossi. Alexander Rossi had not one, but two incidents today. That was in a separate corner, and after colliding with the wall on the final turn, so it was very eventful for Alexander Rossi, but for the Indy 500 champ, Simon Pagano, he was super fast. No issues for him. But Jan, this place is busy as James Hinchcliffe shows us. Yes it is, you have to thread the needle and it is so busy, especially this is the turn 11 area that so many people had trouble. You want to be able just to kind of shoot the gaps here when you can break as late as you possibly can, ride the curbs and slide her in, baby. This is a busy racetrack. And 85 laps around Exhibition Place on Sunday is super busy. And this is the 35th race for IndyCars here. And for the locals, they will be rejoicing that Robert Wickens, one of their own, will be back behind the wheel in his recovery from spinal cord damage that crash at Pocono last year. He will drive a special hand controlled Arrow Electronics Acura NSX in a parade lap on Sunday. This has given Robert a huge boost to be back behind the wheel and will give the crowd enormous joy.
1: Up inspiration in the dictionary, you will see Robert Wickens here today's schedule. We are with you until 6 p.m., followed by cup qualifying. We are back again at 7, getting you ready for tonight's Xfinity Series race. And then tomorrow, cup race, there is one driver dominating the headlines.
9: It has been a perfect 10th career win. <laughs>
6: for Martin Truex, Jr.
9: You can't get any more points than Martin Truex, Jr. did tonight. Hell yeah.
5: Two in a row now in dominating fashion.
1: Yeah, the last two races and all the points. He has won all the stages here at Kentucky since stage racing basically was implemented. He has an 8.5 average finish on mile and a half tracks this year. That's the best in the Cup series. Martin Truex talking to the media earlier today. To the media this but we're just good. going to show you some of his domination <laughs> yeah, instead but, but one of the things he talked about guys is this turn three and it's going to be a topic that that we hear a lot of drivers talk about we just saw lee diffie talking about the IndyCar race their turn 11 there in toronto is sort of this turn three junior at kentucky what makes it so treacherous
3: well it's just really flat on entry and, and typically you see more transition of banking before you get to the corner this corner really doesn't have banking or the transition really doesn't come in until down in the middle of the corner so you go in there really chasing the back of the car trying to trying to drive the car deep enough into the corner you don't want to get on the brakes because the exit is so wide that you need to be in the throttle early here to have any good speed but looking at tricks today watching him in practice his car had some real had some issues i've heard him talk about these issues before with his car bouncing and pogoing on the front end Uh, watching him at chicago uh, you know, he wasn't exactly what we expected as far as his usual self, his fast usual self at that race. I don't think, I mean, when, I, when I'm when i looking at my fantasy lineup, he's in there, right? I got to put him in the top three, but I don't know that this is going to be as easy as it has mm. been over the last couple of years for him. And uh, this is a completely different track than Chicago, yeah. completely different track. And he could go out there and be running up front all night long, but... It's not going to be quite as easy and as dominant, I think, as he's had over the last couple of years. Junior's building the drama.
4: I
1: know he is. Tomorrow night, I'm just talking. Bringing it,
4: bringing it.
3: Bring it I know
1: you guys really want to hear what Martin had yes, to say today, don't you? Yes. All right.
4: I, I did that, but the last clip was pretty good too because the car did all the talking, and that's
1: that's, uh, that's what it usually does. <laughs> that's true. That's all right, we're going to see there. if Martin can match it.
9: Definitely a lot on our mind coming here just because of, uh, you know, this year and what it's been all about. It's so different. You know, I think, um, you know, think back to the last couple of years and we've really been able to kind of come in here with the same strategy mindset set up, kind of, um, you know, look for the same things throughout the weekend. You know, now with the new cars this year and uh, PJ1 on the track, all those things, different tires. I mean, it's, it's quite a bit different. So, uh we didn't have a great day of practice but uh hopefully we'll hopefully we'll make some good changes for the race and uh it's tough these days when you uh you come with a new package you don't get a lot of practice so we were off quite a bit to start and uh playing a little bit of catch up right now
0: martin you've had a good year but what's the biggest thing you want to work on uh leading into the playoffs
9: you know i think just uh being a little bit more consistent um you know it seems like we have a good race or we win then we have a bad one then we win with a bad one so uh you know, you, you certainly, you know, approaching the playoffs, you want to be consistently running up front, um, you know, be able to be fast and, and um, perform well at each different kind of racetrack. So, you know, the mile and a half have been a little bit of a, uh, you know, kind of a puzzle for us, I guess. Um, you know, again, being so different than last year, we've hit it a few times, we've missed it a few times. Um, so hopefully just uh, find a little bit more consistency in what we're doing and, uh, and show up to the racetrack a little bit better.
1: Kyle, obviously, Dale was, was listening yeah. because uh, he, that's what he said, that he, you know, kind of started off a little bit. When you yeah. hear a guy that's won the last two say, we we're playing catch-up, that's yeah. pretty crazy.
4: And, and, and it is pretty crazy. But I, I think, and, and Dale will probably agree, I hope, with some of this, that you know, we look at this team, and this is a team that I really thought would take them a while to be cubicle racers. And what I mean by that is is to work inside the system that Joe Gibbs had. These are outlaws, man. They just did it on their own, you know what I mean? But they kind of clicked really, really fast. They got into the system really fast. And what they've been known for in the past is either coming in, rolling off the truck, and dominating, or working all day long and getting better. And they're good at that. A lot of teams don't get better. They roll off the truck, and that's what they've got. They're good at going to their notes, figuring out where they're at. And Martin Truex is on top of his game right now, as good as he's ever been. Uh, Maybe not as good as he'll ever be, but as good as he's ever been. And Cole was right there with him. Uh, They may, like like Dale says, you can't take them out of your fantasy league, Uh, but I don't mark them out for not winning every stage here and and dominating this race at some point in time, because I've seen them do it when they say, we're not as good as we need to be. Yeah, watching his car in
3: practice and and the issues that they've struggled with, his car would go down in the corner and start bouncing, and when it would start bouncing, it would kind of get worse, And, and lifting and slowing down, and nothing makes it stop. And he said he's fought that issue at several tracks this year and it's something new that they're dealing with this year with, this, uh, with the new rules and being in the throttle so much and trying to get the cars trimmed down and on the racetrack. So I know that they kind of started off on the wrong foot here, uh, but I'm sure, and like you said, Cole and those guys will go and look at notes and lean on their teammates, and yeah. Martin's going to have a great race car. Yeah. You know, The only thing I've, I'm kind of curious about is can they qualify better? You know, we haven't. uh, Toyota hasn't won a pole this year. Last the last mile and a half, again a different racetrack. But uh, him and Kyle both qualified sort of mid-pack, and we've seen that with some of the teams that, you know, are teams we expect to win races. Maybe not qualify so well because everybody comes to the racetrack with a different mindset on how to be trimmed out or how much downforce or drag to have in the car, and everybody's still kind of chasing this moving target of what they really need at each different track. And so it'll be interesting to see, you know, how those guys do for qualifying and whether they can get a reasonable. Uh, starting spot so they're not so far behind eight ball you when know, we have these wild restarts they're not back there in the hornet's nest trying to trying to survive
1: you are so excited about these I, restarts. Know, man. I know I know
4: <laughs> he's pumped
1: well and cup qualifying is coming up in just a few minutes as soon as we're done here on NASCAR America so certainly something to race for hey what about these guys that are kind of on the bubble someone like maybe Daniel Suarez he is here at the pit box he's going to join us next Make sure to download the NBC Sports Predictor app to play NASCAR Pick'em for tomorrow's race. For each stage, just pick who of the four featured drivers will finish best, then out of the field, predict the top three in order, just download the Predictor app to play, and the progressive jackpot money right—it's up yeah, to it's twenty grand. It's up to twenty thousand dollars. Can we play? Uh, y- uh, yes, absolutely. Okay. I don't know if you I can know win if the I was money. But to, uh, I don't think you're you can, allowed to win, win, the win money. I can't win money. <laughs> I'm not playing. But, uh, but Daniel Suarez might be interested because he is one of the Stage One options on yes. the Predictor app. It's you versus Chase, Kurt, and Kyle Larson. Yeah.
10: That's you a get, good one. You feel like your
1: chances are pretty good to win that stage out of those four.
10: You know what? I feel actually, I feel pretty good about yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously really those those guys have been actually very fast week in, and week out. But but uh, well, the forty one for Moss and automation this weekend is is pretty damn good. So hopefully we can, uh, you know, put it up front and uh, keep it there.
3: Yeah. yeah we've seen some uh, speed in practice yes. out of your car, and and I know you made some mock runs uh, for qualifying. But where's the race speed in the car? How do you feel about that?
10: Actually, we did make a, a, a Macron run in the first practice, but everything in second practice was race stream. so we, we focused very hard in race and, uh, and the car, actually, I was more happy in race stream than in a, in a Q-stream, so let's see what we got. Uh, I will say that uh, the car has been pretty quick. I don't want to put uh, very, very high expectations, but, uh, but for sure, the car has been fast. The guys, they brought a fast car out of the holder, and that's always good.
3: So, to be honest, the cars haven't been as good as maybe you anticipated or what we've seen at Stuart Haas last year. You, you show up this weekend and you're fat. What are you feeling in the car that you like better? What is the car doing that
10: maybe has improved from over the last several weeks? Well, I would say that probably probably a month ago we we had good cars, good speed, but in the race we were kind of like falling back a little bit. So. I feel like we were maybe a top 10 car, you know, week in and week out, and probably in the last month or so we, just, we made a bet and we decided to learn some different stuff and, and, and try different stuff, build different race cars, and uh, and really things didn't work out the way that we wanted, and uh, now, you know, seeing the, the situation that we are in, in the points and everything, now we have to put the staff where we know that it works, where we know that we can be consistent, and uh, based on that and everything that we have learned, we tweak things a little bit, and things, you know, the car has been very fast, so hopefully we can duplicate that for tomorrow night and, uh, and keep it off front.
4: Yeah, yeah. And, and I go back to that because I, I text you after some races early in the season when you had solid runs and you were building, 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 and then the last couple of weeks, as you say, uh, you're in a different place. What does that do to you as a driver mentally as you approach these races? There's six or seven races left, and you're right there flirting with that bubble.
10: Yeah, you know, mentally, obviously, it's a it's a mental game. Uh, I will say that. But uh, you know, we put ourselves in this position, and we have to work harder. And uh, there, there there are some teams out there, uh, Hendrick Sport, They have stepped up their game very very good in, in the last month and a half or so, and and uh, that is showing up in in uh, in, in the in the standings, uh, which which is very good. Right now, we're, I don't know, if 16 or 17 or something like that. We're much better than that. I feel like we are a team that we should be close to the top 10. Uh, You know, everyone will say, you know, I have had some bad luck. I have had some bad races, blah, blah, blah. But uh, at the end of the day, we all have those. Yeah. We just have to deal with them and try to make the most of it. And I feel like, you know, now that we have the mentality, okay, we go back to where we know that we can race good. Hopefully, we can... Clicked a couple things and run top five instead of top ten like we used to be a month and a half ago, and and let it little roll. But uh, we, we should be fine. I feel like mentally, I feel like I'm I'm good, I'm strong, and uh, hopefully we can we can uh, we can show that in the racetrack. So we're at Kentucky,
3: and everybody's seeing this racetrack and the distinct color that the uh, traction compound has put into the second and third groove predict for us. What is that going to yeah. do for the race? We haven't, you know, we've never had this here. It's stark, the, you know, the amount that they put down on the racetrack. I've heard drivers say that it's an incredible difference being in it versus not being
10: in it. It's a huge transition. Is that true? And what do you think that's going to do for the race? You know, Dale, it's a huge transition and, uh, and, the, and it's crazy the amount of, you know, the amount of balance change that you have when you're running the bottom versus the middle. That's, that's something that is very, very sensitive. So so you have to be careful, and we spend the whole second practice trying to figure out, okay, where are we gonna run the most of the time, and, uh, and how it's gonna be the balance, and, and trying to make the balance good in the bottom and in the middle, because you, you, you have to run both at one point in the race. So you have to, if you are committed just to the middle, you know uh, and, and there is traffic there where, where are you going to go so you, you need you need a of options so so we work very hard to try to make the car uh, work as good as possible uh, in different lanes and and i feel like we did a good job but but like i said sometimes the car is doing something in the bottom it's doing something different in the top and then we go to the other corner and it's backwards so so you have you're yeah. all over the place but let me tell you i feel like the race is going to be a lot of fun because uh, a lot of cars are going to be doing different things
4: and I'll go back to what to the conversation before where we were talking about you being right there on the bubble. When you guys come here, we meaning TV, we talk a lot about the bubble, the points, all this. do you come for the points you
10: come for the win. I think um, I think we have to play both. I think we have to play the points things you know we can you know if we have an eight place car, we have to finish at least eight or better. We cannot finish 10, we have to finish 8 or better. If we have a car to win the race, we have to win the race, you know, that's what we're here for. If, if, if we have to take a chance, we're going to take it. But uh, but we cannot make mistakes anymore. Uh, something like what happened in Daytona last week. Uh, you know, my car actually just spin out and, and something broke in the suspension. And, uh, and two weeks ago, something something uh, I had a problem with uh, a penalty that uh, took us out of the race. And, and stuff like that, we cannot take those chances and opportunities anymore. Now we have to be steady, consistent. If we have a car fast enough to win the race, yeah. that actually I feel like we have, Let's try to go out there and do it. Yeah.
3: So with the PJ one out on the racetrack and and everything that you've got to do, I mean that throws so many curveballs for you. You talked about the the points and and this new trend that we're seeing in the sport. I don't, you know, since stages have been implemented, where teams are actually con- as concerned, I think, about where they finish in the stage, maybe even more so than where they finish in the race. Yeah, you know, yeah. you could finish third, and a guy that finished tenth can get more points than you. You know, as a driver that's near the bubble, how, how frustrating is that? Do you not even worry about it? You leave it up to your crew chief to make those decisions on what gamble you're going to take from stage to stage versus the win or
10: versus the result at the end of the race? You know, Dale, that's an extremely important point because we do have meetings about that because points are extremely important. Uh, I remember having a conversation with Clint about Pocono. In Pocono, I think I finished fifth and he finished second. And I, I earned more points than him. Yeah. and uh, that was because the station so so some of those situations you have to be smart about where you are and where what where, where do you want what what do you need where where do you have to go and uh, and yeah you have to you have to play this as as you know to 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 have good stage points and and hopefully that help you to have a, a good result at the end of the race and, and you know actually it's funny because uh, maybe a couple months ago I was talking with uh, with Ryan Blaney and, and Chase Elliott and we were talking about how how the racing has changed so much in the last years and what what do I mean with that uh, when I started racing Cup back in 2017 you know if you were faster than me and we were early in the race I was gonna let you go. That doesn't happen anymore. Everyone, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, sorry for saying this, but everyone drives like assholes out there yeah. right? because, because because nobody gives yeah. brakes to anyone because one point is so important yes. and track position yeah. is super important. Yeah. So you don't want to give up that in lap one of the race. So so it's, it's the racing that uh, that we used to see back when you were in the car. I feel like today is extremely different yeah. because. No we're one, grateful. No we are grateful yeah. up yeah. in the booth because yes, it's we, been amazing Yes, we over all the are. Fans years.
4: are too, man. Fans
3: and I will <laughs> say my money would have been on Kyle to be cussing ah. on this show. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe Daniel did that. No, but he said sorry first,
1: so it
0: makes <laughs> yes, it okay. Yes, yes, yes.
1: Let,
4: let me say something. I, j- I just got my, my my card and my T-shirt. I'm one of Daniel's amigos, man. Yes. Oh, they are awesome. And that's it, man. Thank you, man. Yeah, so I'm in. I'm they in.
1: are awesome. We can't wait. When are they coming back? Are they they're are they here this weekend?
10: No, they're, they're not here this weekend, okay. but uh, we're coming back in Las Vegas. Daniel's
1: amigos. There yeah, they are um, that was yeah, Chicago yeah, look
6: at <laughs>
1: <laughs> they are so cool and so are you Daniel thanks for coming yeah, thank over you, here ma'am. and uh, thank you guys. good luck out there cup qualifying coming up in just a few moments we're gonna get you ready for that right at oh there's your car get right see the crew's doing his job oh that's right Kelly out of the car she's going back to work she's gonna talk to Ryan Blaney next.
11: Talk about your family and growing up. uh, Seemed like a special bond that your family still has to this day. Yeah, we're we're a close family. I think it was just growing up at the racetrack and all of us going week in and week out together. You know, they live in different states now, but uh, just really lucky to have a supportive family uh, that has really been behind me since day one.
1: And you can see the full version of that Ryan Blaney behind the driver interview tomorrow during our pre-race coverage. And Kelly's very busy out of the NBC car, and she's with Ryan Blaney.
7: Chris, I had three goals, by the way. Don't die, don't puke, and don't swear. I think I achieved all three of those things. And I was just telling Ryan, actually, one of my biggest takeaways of being in that car is, how do you do that for 267 laps? I mean, that was, that's pretty intense.
11: Yeah, it's nice you were able to experience it. and. Uh... It's funny, because I do all three of those things at some point in the race, so you did better than me, but uh, no, it's just, you know, you get used to it. I mean, honestly, we were talking before, it's it's harder to ride than to drive with somebody or than to be the driver. You're just not in control, but um, no, this place is tricky. You know, you, you've got to feel and how flat Turn 3 is. You know, you go in there, and you're almost like, almost feels off camber, and um, you just hope your car grips, and now you know, with them dragging much tires and having the traction compound up top, you're like, I, I guess I'll go in the second lane and we'll see how it goes. But uh, once we got running there, you're like, oh, it's, you know, we can use this lane now, which is good. But yeah, this is a unique place. The corners are so different. Uh, that makes it hard to work on.
7: Yeah, I actually got to see that firsthand too, which was really cool. All right. It's been a good place for you though. Um, some good finishes, including that runner up here last year. How much of that counts when you show up this year with the new package?
11: Yeah, you can take little little things away from it, um, you know, as far as kind of how your car was in practice, started the race and kind of, you know, since it's a day to night race of how it kind of changed and what what you changed overall, like changes on your car and how your car's handling, and uh, what worked and what didn't work for you, that you can kind of apply that. But as far as setup stuff, it's way different. Um, but it just gives you confidence, gives everyone confidence. And yeah, we were, we were good here last year and uh, just not quite good enough. And uh, we had some work to do in practice. We didn't really unload very well. And um, that's very uncommon. For our group, we usually unload really close, and uh, we had a lot of work to do today on our Dex Imaging Ford Mustang. But um, I, I was optimistic of how we ended, uh, which was good. I thought our Q run was okay. Uh, so we'll see. Hopefully we make some good changes. This this qualifying procedure and practice day is different, you know, with qualifying today and then it's impound for the race tomorrow. So uh, we've had that a lot this year, and uh, I think our team adapts fairly well to it. So uh, we'll see. It's usually a, a good race, and I like how it's um, the track's gotten a lot wider too.
7: All right. Well, he said it wasn't very good in practice to start Krista, but ended P4. That's pretty good. His his teammate, Brad Kozlowski fastest. We'll see how that pays off
1: in qualifying. All right. And just in case Ryan or Kelly wanted to take another look, this is what Kelly's face looked like when she was out in the car. Are you closer to puking or cussing here, Kelly? I I couldn't talk. I just, I literally (laughs) couldn't talk. And my mouth was stuck open.
7: I know I smile a lot anyway, but it was just... Yeah. And, oh, then, and then Burton out there on a Sunday drive acting like, yes. no big deal. With his hands off oh. the wheel. Man, it's and like lights, a Saturday
4: Night Live skin. I forgot
7: and about and the mess. face. I forgot about the face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think about all that time I
1: spent in hair and makeup for nothing. For nothing. You look great. Just yes, that was guy. cool. You look great. And by yeah, the way, cool. Kelly Stavis is leading our fantasy league. Yes, she is. Standings yeah. right now. So I'm you got to get on it,
4: Junior. I'm holding down last place. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm somewhere close to you. I'm closer to you than I am to Kelly. I can say that. And
1: I do like that she didn't have to worry about swearing because Daniel. Daniel took, care of Daniel took care of all
4: that that's good
1: <laughs> okay. all right so cup qualifying coming up junior you were on the poll here yeah. in 2013 yeah who do you think's gonna earn it today
3: well uh, toyota's not won to a poll yet this year uh, mm. i think they may surprise the people and get the poll today they got to eventually yeah. right
4: so uh i'll be keeping an eye on those guys anyways yeah it's listen it, I, I think it's like he says something that you're not going to expect somebody right. that you're not going to expect i think Putting the, the traction, the grip compound down on the racetrack has changed the way these drivers are approaching. We heard Burton talk about, you can get into three. You feel a lot more comfortable getting into three. So. I think we'll see
1: somebody new. And like Daniel said, those stage points are so important. Where yes. you qualify here can make the difference for stage one. OK, Dale Jr. is going to stay down here at the Peacock Pit Box, Steve LaTarte. He's kind of roaming around somewhere down there. So he's going to come up and join him. Rick Allen and Jeff Burton are upstairs as we get you ready for Cup Series qualifying for the race tomorrow night here at Kentucky. We'll be back with you for Xfinity Countdown to Green in just a little bit.